0: Hey Doma fam, welcome back to another Doma Studio podcast where we talk all things health, mental, physical, and emotional. I'm here with Stephanie Paver, a registered dietitian, and I'm excited to talk to Stephanie. She is going to kind of walk us through some really great ways to help combat stress through how we eat and as the holidays are officially here and to be real stress is at an all-time high I think it's really important that we start to talk about ways that we can combat stress in more than just exercise. Exercise alone is a really great way but there is and are multiple other ways that we can help to Kind of release and minimize the stress in our lives, and since our gut is kind of considered our second brain, it's really important to find ways to help minimize the stress there. So, um, Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us today, and. Um, Let's go ahead and just kind of jump right in if you're all right with that. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, we're excited to have you back. So I think um, awareness is really key. And so let's just kind of hop right into like what are some important nutrients or things that tend to fall short around the holiday season? Because I mean, I know that I enjoy partaking in the kind of holiday treats, so I'm guessing that most of us kind of do that, and there are some, like, nutrient blocks that sort of get missed because they're full of, like, sugar. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, so to kind of zoom out from that, to, so to, you know, kind of zoom away from specific nutrients and kind of just look at the bigger picture... One of the things that I see that falls short for people is their routine. Uh, And so when people are getting out of routine, with the holidays, there's more socializing, there's more hosting, there's more attending events. Now, I know this year is going to look different for a lot of people, albeit the stress is still going to be high, but I think maybe some of the socializing is going to be a little bit different. right? But generally what I see is that because there are more things to do and attend, there's more of the socializing, more events, people tend to get really busy, and so they start figuring out where they can compromise. So what can I do less of? So Uh, then that's where the exercise falls to the wayside. That's where maybe people aren't eating their balanced meals or regular meal intervals. And so what I see a lot of times is that the routine will start to go. And the problem with that is once you fall off of your routine, it's really hard to get back into your routine. Right. And so, you know, to kind of take that into more of a, the lens, like looking through the lens of like food, nutrition, and eating, what I see happen a lot is people kind of just lose their judgment and their sensibility when it comes to eating. Yeah. And so like you said, yes, there's going to be more sweets, more desserts, just you're going to be eating things that you normally don't eat on a daily basis. And I think that's fine, but where I see there being kind of a loss of judgment or sensibility is that people totally abandon like really just like balanced eating. So yes, you can still have the thing that you want that you only get once a year, but don't do that in place of eating your regular like meals. Yeah. Right. So that's where I'm seeing a lot. um, There's kind of these excuses where in, you know, rightfully so or not, it's like, there's just more of the other stuff that you aren't normally eating higher carby fat food like processed sugars and so again no one's saying not to eat those things but indulge in them in kind of a sensible type of way yeah. and i think what that means is still maintaining your normal like eating patterns and still having balanced meals in that yeah and then also from a nutrient specific standpoint I don't know that there's one specific nutrient that I see people falling short on. I think, if anything, it's that people are just eating more sugar and fat than they need to be. Um, but <laughs> also, I would say supplementation. So, if you are, if you do supplement, which I do, and you know, sometimes I might like miss a dose of my supplements, but because with the holidays, there is more stress. Um, with COVID going around, obviously, there's more tendency to get sick. I would just say also don't abandon your kind of The insurance policies that you've put in place for your health, which does include your maybe daily yoga routine and your supplementation.
0: Awesome. Yeah, that's really important. You're totally right. Like the schedule and routine go right out the window. You're like, I'm tired from that thing the other day or trying to get so many things done before this holiday or that holiday and things just kind of fall off. And especially with as many closures and things that we've had, it's so been so, so challenging to maintain a routine and then let alone do it at home Mm -hmm. where you do everything else. Like it, it can be really challenging. So I think, yeah, that's such an important point that our routine is such a vital piece of keeping for lack of a better way to say this, our sanity. Mm-hmm. Really, cuz like without routine, life is chaos. Total <laughs> chaos. Oh, yeah, that was the best word oh. ever. Um so for you are there are there ways that you kind of prep your clients for the holidays? Like how do you plan, how do you prep, how do you advise your clients to prep like what are kind of maybe like little tricks that you can offer that'll kind of help us keep going during this time because like the routine is really important but like what are ways to make the routine easier to manage I guess Mm, mm -hmm. that's good okay so I have this conversation a
1: lot (laughs) um, when it comes to Holidays, vacation, so again, any time where you're going to be in a situation where you're out of your normal routine or maybe you're out of your normal environment, there's always a concern around like, yes, how do I maintain some semblance of either like normalcy or how do I maintain my diet? How do I not fall off completely? And so um, the the first thing is I would say – acknowledging or identifying what are the common circumstances that you find yourself in. Mm. And what I mean by that is with holidays, and again, this might look different this year, but generally there's going to be other people around, and that's usually family. And I see a lot of times in like a child-parent dynamic, for example. So if you're around your parents, there's a lot of times pressure to eat certain foods. Yeah. And so, oh, yeah. I have a lot of patients who get concerned, and they will come. You know, we will literally have whole session conversations around how do I like either set a boundary or like how do I say no? How do I? Because what happens is we we've been conditioned in a lot of ways to talk to think that we show love through food. Right. Mm-hmm. And so not just by what we're making for someone, what's your favorite dish, but how much, like we're expecting people to like sh- keep shoveling it in because that's what's <laughs> going to show that, you know, right. that's how I'm showing my love for you is I want you to keep eating. And so we, as the recipients feel like we don't want to hurt your feelings because if we say no, or if we stop eating, then you're going to feel bad because oh my God. you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, I have this conversation so often because it's a matter of you kind of being in charge to be, you have to set a boundary. Yeah. So, you can't feel bad because someone else... You can't be afraid to make someone else feel bad. Like You can't control someone else's feelings <laughs> yeah. because of what you either do or don't want to eat or how much you want to eat or don't want to eat. So I would say having that awareness around what are the circumstances that you're usually faced with. If you're feeling pressured to eat certain foods or certain desserts or you're just being like forced to eat, that's on you. Like You are the one in charge of yeah. setting a boundary and saying no thank you or, I think a lot of times because it can be uncomfortable, you can always um, deflect and just say, um, you know, the main meal was so delicious. I would love to take dessert to go. So, like, you don't have to necessarily reject someone. You can always ask for that food to go, but you don't have to eat it at that minute because that person is like asking you to eat it, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, those are some things That's that I would good. say be aware of. The other big thing that I find a lot of times is if people, and I hate to say like, I hate to use the word, like, diet, but some people avoid some foods. So, for example, if somebody doesn't eat dairy because it causes stomach upset or if it causes, like, for me, if I eat, if I exceed my threshold of dairy, I get a really bad rash and I itch, like, really bad, like, it wakes me up at night. So some people have certain thresholds. Some people have food sensitivities. Some people don't do gluten. Like, so I think a lot of times, too, with, like, the traditional meals – The traditional meals are going to have all the things. And so somebody who's maybe – who has discovered that not eating gluten or dairy makes them feel better, they now are being a little bit more apprehensive going into holidays because it's like, well, what am I supposed to eat? Like people get like a little bit scared and uncertain Knowing that they're going to go into a family holiday with all the traditional foods. And it's like, those are all things I quote-unquote can't eat. Yeah. Well, no one's telling you you can't eat them, number one. It's foods that you choose not to eat because you don't feel well when you eat them. So there's a mindset shift I think is important for people to take. It's not a matter of, I can't eat something. It's, I'm choosing not to because I don't like how I feel. Right. So that's the first thing. But then also, if there are those things... The ways that you can work around that would be to offer to bring the same dish, but in an alternate kind of way. So if there's a broccoli, what do we do? My family does like this broccoli cheese casserole that has like, I don't know, it's like cheese whiz or some type of like weird <laughs> like vel- I don't know if it's vel- some type of like fake cheese in it, and like that's the way it's always been done, and that's how you make this broccoli cheese casserole. But it's like, okay, let's maybe can we think differently? Like, yeah. So if you're the one who doesn't want to eat that that traditional dish, maybe you can offer to make it in a healthier way yeah. where it still tastes good, but maybe it's like a dairy-free version. Or maybe you can make your, your own dairy-free version and bring that, and yeah. so you can introduce a different dish for the family. So yeah. there are ways to get creative around still honoring the traditions, but also having food there that you want to eat and that you're comfortable eating. Right. So that might mean that you offer to make a gluten-free pum- pumpkin pie or whatever you do at Christmas, apple pie, whatever the thing is, you know, or maybe you request that who's ever making that food that it be gluten-free or dairy-free. So those are some things that you can do if you're kind of scared to go into the meal because there's foods there that you know you typically are trying to avoid. Yeah. Um and then another thing I would say in and, and also um sometimes I role play with my patients because these family scenarios can be so like I don't know high pressure, like yeah. it's uncomfortable. I get totally. that. So if this is you, if this is resonating, you can ask your significant other, or your spouse, a best friend, like you can role play so that you start to get comfortable with saying like no thank you or like setting the boundary. Yeah. Um I think that's really important. Yeah. But another thing that I see a lot is um, people will, and again, I don't know where why this happens or where this comes from, but so that we allow ourselves to have like an indulgence, we will decide like not to eat, right? So I'm going to skip breakfast oh. and lunch and I'm going to like
0: splurge splurge on.
1: later. Okay. Yeah. And what I would say to that is don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think this comes from people's people are overly attached to food right yeah. so oh, yeah it's this attachment piece that I feel like again if we can and this is a mindset so if we can kind of shift this thinking get up eat your do your routine eat your breakfast eat your lunch and then when time comes to have the heavy meal or the dessert or whatever the thing is allow yourself to do that but If you've eaten your breakfast and lunch normally, you actually will find that you won't be as inclined to overindulge on those foods. You won't show up starving,
0: like ravenous. Yes. Yeah.
1: And you're still going to participate. You're still going to eat it, enjoy it. And then you're going to move on. Right. So like tomorrow is a new day. So I think that the attachment piece here, when it comes to holiday eating, when it comes to, oh, I only get this food, you know, once a year, we feel like we have to eat all of that thing because like, it's like this fear of missing out. Yep. And Get food FOMO. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So if this is you and you can recognize this ahead of time, sometimes it's just that, like you said, awareness, recognizing that this exists in you and then start thinking about it. And sometimes that's all that needs to happen for people to start to, like, not feel as bad around eating around the holidays. Like this whole guilt that comes with yeah. it. it doesn't have to be that way. Um, we just have to start attaching less, like meaning to the foods that we're only getting once a year
0: yeah does that make yeah, sense definitely yeah I really love the like bringing your own dish I started doing that with my family a few years back Uncle. yeah we my grandma used to make green bean casserole all made out of a can and I was like <laughs> oh I can't eat canned food anymore and so now I make yes. green bean casserole from scratch nice. and everybody loves it and everybody's super excited about it and now it's like something that people get excited about as opposed to before it was kind of like why do we eat this green bean yes. casserole like nobody really liked yes. it and even my grandma was kind of like I don't know why we keep making it like this but like this is just the way we yes. do it and now yeah now they're like cut, you have to bring your green bean casserole and I'm like heck yeah and it's all, yes. like everything's I do the full thing from scratch and it just like is so much more delicious and yes. now we like look forward to that yeah. dish as opposed to
1: that's a great example. So I love that you have preserved the family tradition, and you are still gonna continue to like keep that recipe in the meal yeah. or in the in the family. But now you're making it in a healthier way that people aren't like turning their nose up at, and then you can feel good about like eating it as well. Yeah. So with fresh ingredients, with healthier fresh ingredients, ingredients yes.
0: Like yes, and, and yeah, and we still we still eat dairy. Like all of our family can still eat dairy. So. There's still like dairy in it, but it's just like, good, organic, healthy, nutrient-dense mm-hmm. food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's still delicious. And I think that's
1: a key too here is with the, again, like traditional meals and eating, um, what can you do to make it more nutritious? Yeah. So again, like going back to the broccoli cheese casserole, like I'm not, Above broccoli cheese casserole or whatever it is, like broccoli rice or whatever it is. But it's like, it just grosses me. Like, just thinking about the ingredients, and it yeah. legit grosses me. Yeah, out.
0: I can't eat canned. Yeah, can't. I'm the same
1: yeah. way. I, am I can't the do same it anyway. Even for like, or frozen veggies, I can't do that either. But anyway, if I have
0: to, but it's definitely yeah. like,
1: so They're the point is, yeah, the point is, you can still have the traditional foods. There are always going to be, in many cases, like better versions that you could totally
0: and made from scratch and made with like fresh ingredients is always Tastes better. Tastes better, mm-hmm. man? Yeah, we have some other like traditional foods and like this year I'm going to try to make we make these like Croatian donuts and like I make them every Ooh. holiday. They're so bomb, but they're made with gluten. Yeah. And I'm going to try to make them with gluten-free flour this year. Like Ooh, just to try to like, it. Yeah, yeah, just to see. Like I'll probably still still make them with gluten on the other side. Yeah. Also, just in case, I totally screwed Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, just to play with with the ability to be able to do it. And I've been tweaking the recipe for a couple of years now um, because we used to make it only with, like, baking soda. And I was like, well, let's do it with yeast to, like, make sure they're fluffy oh, and, like, cool. re kind of redo it. And it's been turning out better and better every year. So I'm, like, excited to kind of try it with the cold gluten-free option, which, you know, some of my... My dad might be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, so he's like up there, like, "Why?" But it's okay. <laughs> We're gonna try something new. Yes. Um, so let's talk about kind of like not tangent, but sort of how, like, in general, how can food help us manage stress? Because. I know that when my diet starts to tank, like so does my mental health, mm-hmm. like it never fails. If I spend, you know, multiple days in a row eating mm-hmm. poorly, then just like my self chatter gets very unhelpful. Let's just put it that way. So yeah. I'm wondering if you can kind of elaborate from from like a dietitian's perspective, like how does food, you know, kind of affect the gut in that way and help us manage stress? I know you got some stuff. Yeah, my that. eyes like, are facial- so <laughs> She's like, yeah, yes, so- let me do this. Yeah.
1: So the first thing I love, so thank you for that, like your example or, or your um, experience with this. And so for people who don't know, there is a gut brain bi There's So there's a connection from the gut to the brain. So they talk to each other. And when the gut is not happy, then there will be signals that are sent to the brain. And so this is what you're probably experiencing a lot, of like a more maybe anxiety I mm-hmm, see a lot of totally. times when people's gut kind of starts to go. So basically what you feed, what you eat is going to feed your gut, Right. And I think a lot of times, again, with holidays, it's a lot of sugar. It's a lot of processed foods. It's a lot of kind of like just crap it tends to a be. It's a lot of a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of alcohol maybe. And so your gut is going to be working hard. It's going to be sending signals to your brain. And you are probably going to like need a little bit of help. with. So I think the key – okay, so – The questions I would be asking are like, are you still pooping normally? Like, are you, do you notice your bowel movements get off? So, so the, the, it becomes a matter of maintaining as much of a normalcy to your diet as you can. And again, what I mean by this, and I said this at the beginning, is still, so don't abandon your like three meals per day kind of regularity type of thing. And Make sure, and this is like, I can't stress this enough, but trying to keep blood sugars balanced. Yeah. This really is the crux of everything. What happens is, and, and the way that it works is if you tend to eat high kind of sugar crap, your sugars will spike and then they will drop. It, yes. it will drop.
0: What goes up
1: must come down. Exactly. Yeah. And when that happens, you actually get it's a stressor on the body. Mm-hmm. You literally push out more cortisol. Yeah. So you now your adrenals are working. Now there's a stress going on. So the the HPA axis is engaged, which is your brain to your ovary talking. So that's where I'm saying that you have to maintain. Like regular eating time. So, eat your breakfast, your lunch, and your dinner. And then the things that you're eating for the holidays should be like an extra. So, trying not to eat the crap in place of the f- food you're normally eating, but right. trying to maybe have it as an addition to, if that makes sense. And I know that that can be hard in a lot of cases, um, but that I think that is where it can really help is if we're trying not to say I'm going to eat that instead I'm going to eat it in addition to yeah does that make sense and that way you can still maintain if you're eating your regular diet getting the fiber having normal bowel movements you're not going to wreak as much havoc on your whole system if you can prevent those sugars from going up and coming down really fast yeah and that's also going to help with your kind of mental um, health as well because it's going to keep your gut healthy. And it's also just, the blood sugars are just tied to so much of how you're feeling. So I think that's a really big key is maintaining blood sugar balance, which means maintaining normal consistency in your meals. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge shaker when the like blood sugar spikes, it's that drop, man. It's that shake. Like Mm -hmm. you can't think Mm -hmm. everything is a blur. You're like, somebody cut me off and I'm crying, you know, it's like a whole thing and it's where those things would normally not bother you, all of the stressors that you can normally handle with ease mm-hmm. start to become much larger because of that because of those drops. Yep. So, yeah, it's
1: and something I think we are a lot of us are maybe faced with and especially with quarantine is more alcohol. So, when you are engaging, when you are imbibing, I would say <laughs> Make sure
0: that
1: – really, it should be with food. Like, you don't want yeah. to be drinking on an empty stomach, number one. Um, and then number two, making sure to kind of support the, like, detoxification of your alcohol. Make sure that you're drinking plenty of water yes. because alcohol is a – it will dry, dry dehydrate, you out. Is, yeah, yeah dehydrates you. And so you want to be drinking plenty of water. No one's saying don't drink your alcohol, but just drink plenty of water. And then, again, don't abandon your supplements. The B vitamins are going to be really helpful. Your, you know, multivitamin if you're taking it. Um, These things are going to be really helpful when you're eating more of these, like, types of foods and drinking more alcohol to still be, like, have the capacity
0: to, you know have detoxification yeah. occurring. Make sure your body's doing what it's yes. supposed to do so that you can enjoy without feeling like yes. you got hit by a Mack truck. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I have one more question here. And are there any foods that you kind of know, I mean, I guess we could kind of put two and two together, but are there any foods that you kind of are known to cause more stress than others? And, is this related to just balance like is it is it is it really just coming down to like balance is key and like routine is key or are there things are there any is there anything specific that like people should be aware of as far as like avoid or like lessen. Mm. And I know that's really challenging right now because I think a lot of us would be like sugar, yes. alcohol, totally. you know, copious amounts of carbs, but totally. obviously that this is the time where there is more of that. So is it is it just like stick to your routine indulge for sure but like reason yeah, reasonably. be mindful yes. about how we do this. Yes. Like is this I think this is kind of our overarching theme that's today. The yeah. Theme. Yes.
1: Yeah. Definitely from an, from a stress when you say stress um absolutely i mean we definitely know that sugar is going to cause inflammation in the body and what yeah. inflammation means i know that word is kind of technical and it sounds scary when there's a lot of sugar going on from a, on a cellular level it 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 incites white blood cells so you have you literally have more white blood cell activity when okay. there's a lot of sugar on a cellular level, it starts to cause insulin resistance, which then keeps the blood sugars high. So there's a whole bunch of things that happen when there's a lot of sugar going on, and so this is called inflammation. We know this for sure. So that's a stressor on the body. Okay. So again, it's not. I'm not here to tell anyone to avoid anything. Um, but to your point, being sensible about it. Still eating your really well-balanced meals. Make sure you're eating your fruits and vegetables. High antioxidant foods. Um, Eating at regular intervals. So don't go all day long without eating and then totally overindulge at the party or the dinner or whatever. And then when it comes to drinking alcohol, again, another really big one. Alcohol is a toxin. It literally is treated in the body as a toxin. So when when we ingest it and it actually gets absorbed through the stomach, which is... Uh, rare. Most things don't get absorbed in the stomach, but it will go right to the liver for Mm -hmm. detoxification. So we, same thing, making sure that you're not drinking on an empty stomach, you know, still eat your meals, lots of fiber, lots of good protein, just balance and hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Yep, Yep. Absolutely. The other thing I will say though about stress is, um, if there are foods, and this is kind of speaking from my own personal experience, if there are foods that you know that, again, you maybe have a sensitivity to, kind of, and you probably should know this before going on the holiday, but knowing your threshold. So again, Mm -hmm. for me with like the dairy piece, yes, I eat dairy like very infrequently, but I know that if I eat a lot of it day after day, I will literally get a rash and it takes months to go away. It's like really bad. Yeah. So if you have a threshold, again, it's not saying you can't eat this food, just indulge in small amounts, know your limit, and then kind of like move on. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that's, that's so important. This all the time, but you know, around the holidays, there is a lot more like overindulgence and these kinds of things. And it's interesting because we, I think that while routine is really helpful and like, the main thing that Mm -hmm. we have to keep. I think also like that self chatter of like when you do eat something that you don't normally do. And then you might feel the repercussions of that a little bit, like not to whip yourself and beat yourself like a martyr. Yes. Just be like, okay, well tomorrow I'm just going to eat clean and eat healthy. Like, yeah, there's a party on Friday. So this week I'm going to make sure I keep my routine and do really well at eating healthy. And then I'm going to, Eat healthy on Friday, whatever the day is of the party, and then I'm going to enjoy. Yes. And be okay if Saturday I wake up like, okay, well, make sure you take that magnesium or like (laughs) make sure you do whatever you need to do to like feel better or like, you know, I I know that I'm going to feel a little heavy on Saturday because we ate a big meal on Friday so I'm going to make sure I, you know, make that class because I'm going to feel better if I move and get the stuff like up and out of my body. Yes. And I think that while keeping routine is super important. And I'm really, really glad that you, you know, it just kind of takes the pressure off. You know, it's like, yes, enjoy, like, Mm -hmm. yes, do these things. Keep your routine though. Like keep doing all the things that you know are making you feel better. And then when you do, do the thing that maybe doesn't make you feel that great. Like go back to your routine and don't beat the shit out of yourself mentally. Yes, Because the mental chatter stuff just makes things worse Worse. and if we focus on the negative then we can't it's so hard to break the cycle yeah, you know absolutely
1: well and also to your point about like I love how you kind of thought so thinking through the scenario thinking through your week thinking through your yeah, the events prep, the parties man. mental prepping and then also knowing what do you need to feel better so making sure you're getting your regular sleep and maybe look maybe you're not gonna be in bed by 8 30 which is my normal bedtime <laughs> and up by five <laughs> o'clock because no one is gonna do that at the holidays but can you still get your eight hours can yeah. you still maybe you push back your extra? Exercise class or whatever or maybe you if you don't do your exercise class but you still get in a walk so how can you still move your body in a way that is going to make you feel better Um, and it's really that kind of boils down to like self-care and knowing what
0: you need yeah to balance it all out yeah self-care and self-discipline because I think that we use this word self-care sometimes and it's like bubble baths, and like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like masks and pedicures. And I'm like, sure, yes, self-care is, but it is self-discipline, right? Because we know that we always feel better when we move our bodies yeah. or we keep our routine or we do those things. And I think that it's important to be like, yeah, it might not feel like the thing you want to do is get up and go on a walk or go mm-hmm. take a class or go, you know, t- use your lunch break for a 30 minute video online. But like, you're going to feel hecka good afterwards. And so that's, you know, that's the important thing about self-care is it's, it's sometimes prioritizing the after feeling rather than the right now feeling. Because like right now I want to just sit on my couch and sip coffee. But like in, you know, a two days or the end of the day or a year from now, like I'm not going to have, like, I'm going to regret just sitting on my bum for whatever four days straight whatever it is so yeah well
1: and I'm already thinking about that too because I have decided that I will be you know, going home for Christmas. And so I'm already thinking, so every day when I do, when I log into the DOMA online platform and I do the yoga or whatever I'm doing, um, I'm already thinking ahead to like, okay, I'll have my computer with me. Do I need to bring my HDMI cable? Like, how am I going right. to get this on the TV? <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking about like, okay, do my parents have weights? Do I need to bring my yoga mat? Like I'm, because I don't, it because I know how good I feel when I'm doing the things I'm yep. doing. It's important for me because I've built this into my life that I'm still gonna maintain like I still want to do that when I go home. Right. Because I'll be there for a week and I don't wanna not exercise for a week, you yeah. know. So I'm already thinking ahead about okay, like where like how can I make this happen?
0: Yeah. How so, can I make sure make sure I feel good and it's no one else's responsibility but my exactly. own. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining today. I think this was such a great conversation to have, and I am really excited for everybody to get to hear it. So thank you again. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Yeah, absolutely. Bye, guys. Thanks again. Bye.